Hey, I'm Tim C. Hey, I'm Landon Blank. You're listening to Hacking Concrete. So where have you been this morning? I have been in a homeowner's residence. (laughs) That's so funny. Because it's a disaster. (laughs) Oh, man. And what's funny is it's a disaster because it's one of these things (laughs) that two years ago they called us to do the work. We decided, no way we're going to get into that situation. No. A year later, almost to the date, they call again, and we get ourselves in this situation. Yep, that's true. What was it like, though, when we got... I noticed something that happened, and there's a few little remarks while we were there. We went back the second time for the for the, like the official quote or whatever. I noticed that one of the homeowners was kind of... She was kind of mad that you didn't get back with her last year. <laughs> she was. I mean, she was. But I kind of laughed it off and told her <laughs> why we didn't want to do this. We didn't want to, We don't want to do this because you are in a finished home living your life. Yeah. And it's a tight space. And we don't do tight spaces. We do big spaces. Well, we're messy. And we're messy. We can't do somebody's house while they're living there. We do a lot of commercial work. But they, we did it, though. We did it. And what is it about redos? Like, this was somebody else's job this money. Actually, the homeowner did it himself. He yes. rented equipment from polishing company, polished it himself. But what is it about those jobs? It's like we didn't do anything different. But they're the harder. They're a lot harder once it's been messed up. Even if you're starting from scratch, to to hit the you know to do it again right, to do it well again second time. Seems like you're. It's like you're jinxed or something. Yeah, it's, it's, just, we it's this that. weird expectation of the job is bad anyway and you're redoing it, but you still have a crazy expectation. It's almost better to come in blank. It is, I know. Just start from, you know, if it had never been done in the first place, they probably would be very, very happy with what they have right now. True, true. Man, when we walked out of there, I came and, I came and checked on the job and looked. I was super happy. I mean, it was really shiny. It was like, it looked like the, I mean... It was like a sheet of glass. It looked awesome. And if we if we can, we'll put a picture up. Yeah. But things started to go sideways when the homeowner, which is, I don't know, late 60s, <laughs> starts getting on his, hand, his hands and knees and putting his head down on the ground and looking that way and looking this way. And <laughs> his eyes are like inches off the ground. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Because you had warned me. You were like, man, this dude's going to be picky. And I was like, no, he's great. <laughs> I didn't call this. He's one. fine. One hundred percent called. It. I was like, "You are crazy, man." We we talk about everything. We talk about business. And yep. next thing you know, he's on his hands and knees. Yep. Eyelids brushing the concrete. <laughs> My favorite thing about the um about the whole deal is that um hold on one second. Okay. My favorite thing about the whole deal is that he's got this manual. But he keeps pulling out. And oh my god! If you say something, if you say something, he's like, and he studied the manual because I guess he's he's had it with this job. So he's read the, obviously clearly has read that manual from front to back a million times. And he's like, oh, hold on now, the manual says, whatever, and you're you're not doing it the way the manual says. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I mean, and I told him today. I said, I said. I said, sir, I know you're a profession of this trade, and I'm a profession of this trade. And I know in your trade, you don't look at your book every day because <laughs> you know how to do it. And so, like, we've done this for a long time. And uh, 
But you know what? That's the difference between residential, commercial, and I agree with him. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, he's actually being really cool. Yes, he is. And, and I the agree. job looks really good. But we can kind of see what he's he's complaining about one little thing. And it's, you know, we can kind of see it and we're going to fix it. We'll get it. But, I mean, we have already, we may have already put the picture up on social media. Proud of it. I, I would, yeah. I, I would <laughs> put it up. I haven't yet. I would put it up, though, just like it is. But it seems like, I mean, every once in a while you have a homeowner that they have higher expectations than others, and that's okay. It's not a big deal. It's never a big deal. Right. Right. Um, But it's funny, though, because it's, <laughs> it's, that manual, it just cracks me up. It's like. Back to the manual. <laughs> it looks like, I know. And it's no joke of a manual. It looks like a copy of like War and Peace. I mean, it's it's a two three inch thick book. <laughs> looks like a Harry Potter novel. <laughs> oh man! He picks that thing out and he just he puts his glasses on and he flips page by page by page by page, which leads us into disasters, right? Which is like a current job we're on as well. A massive project. Massive project. Um. Full full aggregate exposure, several different colors of dye, and we've worked for this company a lot. And they didn't hire; they hired another uh, another company, and they de- they decided to do an entire thirty thousand square foot job full of rooms, full of hallways, and not edge anything. <laughs> and so we get hired to come in and try to blend edging, and not try to repolish the floor. So what that means for anybody that doesn't know, not edging means that the edges of the concrete were rough, and the middle of the floor was polished. It looks ridiculous. Which takes us back to the disaster situation. Is like, how do we even look good there? Yeah. It's like, it looks like it's 99% done, but the fact of the matter is that it's not to go back and fix the edges. It takes yeah. so much time. But to someone who's not really familiar with it, you kind of look like an idiot coming in and charging almost full price. But there's really no other way to do it. I don't know how to do it any other way. I mean, right. what can we do? Right. Took you three, you know, it took three weeks to do. You could have polished the same amount from scratch in that amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do? One of my favorite disasters that I had was, um, I did a stained concrete floor, and we use, um, let's see here. So I did a stained concrete basement, and we finished it. It was perfect. It looked amazing, right? Homeowners were so like they were completely thrilled, and and we left, and we used a water based coating. But the homeowner decided that while she was upstairs after we left, she decided that. She didn't like the way that the water-based coating smelled. It wasn't like bad for you, like a bad for you smell, but she could just smell it, and she didn't like it. So what she did was she went downstairs in torrential rains, mind you. She went downstairs and opened all of the windows. So what happened was the the tech sheet on that particular urethane says that, well, on almost any sealer, you can't have 100% humidity. It's bad for it. So we'll seal in the the summertime because air conditioning's on, keeps humidity low. But she opened the windows and turned the air off and let all that humidity float into that basement. And overnight, this like perfect stained concrete brown floor turned into solid white. It looked like we had painted it white. And it was just, I mean, what do you do? <laughs> it's a complete disaster. We can't, I, mean, I guess we could charge to do it again, but why, that doesn't seem fair because they never had it finished in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean... And that customer was really cool too, but man, it's the look on their face, and and I'm sure the look on my face when I I walked up and saw it, it was completely white. Where do you go? Where do you go? 
So we redid it. <laughs> and same deal. It was like, um, it wasn't as good as it was the first time for some reason. It was slightly different. And it was a whole fiasco. It seems like every job we do is on the verge of disaster. <laughs> it does seem that way. <laughs> for example, big warehouse a big one. We were just doing, we we're grinding the glue off and everything else and doing a epoxy coating on it. So what we did was we ground it wet, right? To get through it fast, grind it. Problem is the guys didn't use slurry gel. What is that? The stuff that makes our slurry hard. Oh, the slop while you're grinding slop. it. It's like slop on the floor. Concrete yeah, slop. Yeah. And it makes it hard. I got you. It makes it hard. So they threw all this in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> And the dumpster gets picked up immediately and proceeds down a major city in Virginia, <laughs> slushing slurry all the way for a mile yep. down the road. Not to mention the customer in the parking lot. The entire parking lot was was full. <laughs> was absolutely full. Yeah. And it's just the stuff that, that guys just don't realize, you know, that the guys that we have for us, they do a great job, but they don't realize how we're always on the verge of disaster. We are, yeah. What I thought was funny about that, too, was that you and I, um, me and you, we were outside cleaning it up. Um, for some reason, we just chose to do that. And it is almost like, well, this is what happened. I mean, you and I were standing there washing, and one at a time, we had each employee come out, and we, like, talked to them and had, like, this heart-to-heart thing, like... Oh, that's right! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one at a time, was, one after like another. It was... It was- <laughs> relations department out there while we're cleaning up the slurry so it's 100 degrees and we're washing this huge parking lot <laughs> there's there's tractor trailers driving in and out swerving weaving around us out there and we're having these like heart-to-heart talks with each employee about how not like getting on them really but just just you know trying to get them to think you know bigger picture i guess right right right, right. i don't even think they got it then no <laughs> no so then after we after that disaster happened <clears throat> on that same job, I don't think we had the slurry gel around at the time. Or I can't remember what the deal was, but to to avoid the issue, the guys decided to put the, the slurry with water somehow in trash bags. So they loaded the back of the oh, Chevy pickup this. with these trash bags full of water. And it, it looked like they had 50 bags of fish on the, you know, oversized <laughs> fish bags like they just came from the pet store <laughs> and they were like flowing you know wobbling on the back of the truck and the truck's going down the road it's so heavy it's you know front two wheels are off the ground <laughs> <laughs> and then it's not like it was up the road it was about 50 miles down the road they back to the back. shop yep they drove it back home and then they got here and they unloaded it here at we have two shops we're kind of we're, we're between shops and they unloaded it here in in lynchburg at at i guess which was which is more of like my shop, I guess, for lack of a better word. And one of the guys that works for me is really particular. And he came into work and saw these fish bags of slurry. <laughs> and he lost his mind. <laughs> I mean, he completely lost it. <laughs> Each one weighed like 50-some pounds at least. Uh, man. And then we had to deal with it. But we were in a hurry. And Do was, other people deal with this? Yeah. Do accountants deal with disasters? Yeah, yes. Right, yeah. Just different types of disasters? I don't know. Do... Um, do do deck builders? I'm sure they do. I'm sure, but it's just like it's always like, what 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 could happen? What could go wrong? Yeah. Our our assistant. I don't know what her title is. Office assistant. 
sales. Manager. She does everything. She Manager. does everything. Yeah. I bet she thinks she in our conversation we had on the phone with her yesterday, she thinks that you're a disaster, it seems. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> As a matter of fact, she's over here texting me now saying I need to get stuff done. Yeah. Well, this podcast, she said. And what's funny is how right she is. Being as go back to the beginning of this conversation when the homeowner was ticked at me for not getting back with her a year later. Yep. So she's got a point. She does. <laughs> well, we get busy on the job site and we just can't keep up, and that's that's why we got her to help us keep up. But there's some things that require our input personally, yes. as far as like email goes and communication goes. So Landon has a couple messages in his box that are a couple of days old. Man, that got on her nerves. She was just, it was a phone call that she wasn't here in person. But if she was here in person, I, I felt I felt like she was shaking her head and rolling her eyes. <laughs> it's because we're always dealing with disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though. We need that. We need the push. That's right. That's right. So why don't we talk about this, you know, disasters? What, what, was, our, what was our reason for talking about disasters? It's probably because it's funny and we like to be entertaining. We want to be entertaining. If people are listening to a podcast, should be entertaining. So I thought of another one. Remember we did that um we did that that pool deck recently? You know, eight thousand foot pool deck is huge. Yes. And the guys and um when we do commercial pool decks, a lot of times we will um we seal it with a solid color sealer. It looks like paint, but it's a stain. You know where I'm going with this? Keep going. <laughs> so the you get you had to cut out early from the job. We usually don't leave our guys at the last. You know, we usually wrap up a job with them. But oh, you had to cut out go. early. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, what happened though? After they left, everything was good, or you thought everything was good, and you got a phone call. What was no, that? No, I got text messages with several pictures attached, <laughs> showing me a line of stain from the pool deck through the grass onto the blacktop into where our trailer was. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you do you got were you guys there so i called them and i said did you guys realize what just happened there and they said no yeah it finished up looks great which they did they did a good job you know it's just did you kind of remember what happened in the parking lot <laughs> and they're like yeah 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 and i said well you know what why didn't we get that up well their reply was they thought the rain would get it it was supposed to rain. <laughs> disaster. Yeah, disaster. Well, that's one of those things to where you and I always worry because, man, we could do such a great job and then screw up and, and dump some paint in the parking lot <laughs> and then em- end up having to pay them. Yeah, wreck the whole thing. It's true. <laughs> once you get on that road, that once you step down that road like with the wrong path like that, it's hard to recover. It is hard Have to recover. that? Especially with customers. If if you give them something to really pay attention to, that's just the opening of the book. Yeah. Then after that, it's this and it's that, it's this and it's that. Yeah. And it's tough to recover from that. Thank you. Well, you lose trust, you know. When we make a mistake that they think seems obvious, you lose their trust. Right. They think, they think were you going to leave it like that? Right. And and to the, to, the, to the buyer, they're looking at that like, that is so idiotic. And to yeah. our crews who have been busting their tails... Stuff like that happens, and yep. when you get tired, and I get it. it. I mean, yeah, people make mistakes all the time like that. I mean, yeah. Chris Chris, Reb, uh, Chris Weber, call timeout. Yeah, right, right, right. The guy for the Cavaliers the other day, he uh, he thought they were ahead when he got the rebound in game one and didn't shoot the ball. Right. 
you know. Yeah. People make mistakes when they're tired. So, and that translates to ordinary stuff too. I mean, our employees and we also do the same thing. We'll make the same mistakes at the, you know, we're worn out, worn down, and, and it happens. Yeah. We should put the asterisk, the asterisk in the job, though, here, at least at some point in this podcast, and say that we fixed all of these issues that we're talking about. Um, we're laughing about them, but it is our job to make stuff right, I right. think. Which, which carries me on to another disaster. And this is a good one. All right. Because you, the reason why I'm saying this is because you're about to go on vacation. Yep. Which I'm upset about because we always, all of our families always go on vacation together. Usually, we go to this. We get, we usually we usually camp out, right? Yep. But my son decides to play baseball in Georgia for the week of the fourth. So I'm going to be going to Hotlanta, home of the Dirty South, yep. where the players play. The worst city in the South. Uh, anyway. No offense if you're from Atlanta. <laughs> you went on vacation. But you had finished a job where it was a hillside. What? I don't know if I know where you're going here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You dyed a patch of concrete to match blacktop. Oh, man. Yes. I didn't go on vacation. I was in Cyprus. I was around the world. Oh, my word. <laughs> so what happened there? Well, it just so <laughs> happened that the concrete was on the side of a mountain coming down from the fake snow ski resort in Lynchburg, Virginia. And... I got a call, and it was from the guy that runs all of the construction, the most important person at the college there, called me and said, hey, hey, a uh, little problem with your job that you finished last night. All the cars that are coming down the driveway, like it's raining today, and all the cars coming down the driveway are sliding out into the road because what you did is too slippery. <laughs> <laughs> We've almost had three or four accidents. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> and you were in Cyprus. And I was in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> disaster yep. fortunately I'm really good friends with the guy Like he, I have a good relationship with the guy that runs that place and he handled it and it, it all worked out it was fine he had somebody just to remove what we did I think he realized too that it's not a good idea to, to put any product there they need traction more than they need, more than they need a color <laughs> it was a mountainside I mean it was like this, you know, hard to walk up steep Yeah, that's funny that's a good one that was the first time that, that I had just gotten an iPhone for the first time. And um, American phones didn't work overseas back back then. So I got the iPhone, and it was on um, a network that could be used over there. So I was actually on the phone in Cyprus, and it was um, it was like midnight. And I was pacing up and down the streets of this crazy country, <laughs> talking on the phone. It was a, a, wild, a wild moment for me. <laughs> Reminds me of another disaster we... Big project again, a lot of classrooms, and we had a crew going around doing the first grind, and you know, and everybody's tense in these situations because you're working around tons and tons of people. You're moving their stuff out of the way; they're moving your stuff out of the way. And he goes into one room and he looks in the corner, and he had had enough. He at this point he blew his lid because it looked like a pile of uh, a pile of something in the corner where someone had relieved themselves. <laughs> He immediately saw it when he came out of the room. One of the high, high guys that the running, same guy that called me in Cyprus. Same guy calling. He turns to the guy and says, "Someone took a in that room in there, and I'm not grinding it." <laughs> the most important person at the college. The most important. He said it to him like he was. He was just like, "I'm not putting up with your <laughs> stuff." 
I run and get a flashlight, and it's just a pile of, what was it? It was a pile of mortar. Was it mortar or caulk? Caulk. It It was was caulk. But because there was no lighting in the room, he assumed that it was defecate. (laughs) (laughs) And proceeds to tell the owner of the job, he's not dealing with it. Oh, I got another. I have another good one. I did a pool deck once. The job was great. No issues. No issues with customers. They paid us. They were happy. Whatever. All that was fine. She calls me that night and was like, what'd you get in the pool? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's always great. Started off like that. What do I get? I don't know. What, what do you mean? It was clear when I left. She said, no, you got something in the pool. You did something to my pool. I said, well, can you send me a picture? And she sent me a picture and the pool was, the water was completely red. <laughs> <laughs> we did a brown pool. So she, I don't know what she thought. I don't watch. I mean, it stands to reason we were there. We did something. Her pool turned red. It stands to reason it was our fault. Right. Yeah, yeah. She lost her mind and, like, really, really gave me a hard time. Had to go out there and meet her, and I was like, I, I don't know. I, there's nothing that we did that could have caused this. I have no idea. Like, it was like a, um, it was like, you know, it was unbelievably stressful because she's all ready to drain the pool and get a new liner. But, you know. Oof. But you know what it was, though? Mm. It was some kind of algae that somehow, just a fluke coincidence, Unbelievable. Just grew over. I know. It's crazy. Unbelievable that it happened that, that day. She had the pump off, and something about it being stagnant for the three or four days we were there, something got in it, and it just took off. I never heard of such, but I convinced her to take the water to the pool shop, and she had it tested, and it was, she and, you know, got it, it fixed. No and you deal. question why I don't like getting in pools. I know. I know it. Another one, sitting right beside you right now, is a is a brand oh, new brother. shovel. <laughs> a brand new shovel. With a note on it that says, give to Tim C. Yep. Why is there a brand new shovel right beside your desk? Well, it's got the guy's name on it, and I worked for him. Man, it had to be like three years ago. Three years ago. Three years. This is no joke. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's so stupid, it's not even funny. Um, so what happened was, when we were on the job, We, our guys needed a shovel. They're really, you know, southern people, my guys that work for me. They don't mind talking to the homeowners, and they just borrowed their shovel thinking it was innocent, which it was innocent, totally. Homeowner found out we borrowed the shovel, and somehow the shovel disappeared, right? So naturally he says, you guys took my shovel. And he wasn't backing down. He wasn't backing down, and, you know, so no big, why do we care? $20 shovel. We go and buy, I sent Troy out to go buy a shovel. He bought a shovel and replaced it, right? So here we are three years later. And I have this shovel that's been dropped off at the office, and the guy that dropped it off told whoever was here when he dropped it off, hey, the whole shovel thing, it's a big misunderstanding. <laughs> I found the shovel. <laughs> so here's the shovel back that you bought me. Kudos I'm so- to I'm that sorry. guy, though. Yeah, I guess he had, he had to get it off his conscience. He Kudos that. to that. But it was a mini disaster. It's just one of those <laughs> things to where it's just yeah. another thing. That's one of those deals where you just have to eat the $20 and buy the shovel. Right. <laughs> it doesn't right. matter. Who cares, you know? I can't believe that's a real story, but it is true, hundred so percent true. There's a shovel in my office, and there is no reason for that to be here. <laughs> I hope this is interesting to people, but I've gotten a ton of messages. I know that podcasting is a little weird because we don't get a lot of feedback, but the, the feedback that we do get has been, "Hey, we love your stories. We go through that stuff too." So we like to encourage people by telling these things, so that you know it happens to everybody. Once again, we uh, and we're a little guilty of it too on on social media, but 
so many things are portrayed by businesses that life is perfect and they're perfect. Yeah. And we're not. But hey, I get it. Yep. I get it. You got to portray yourself. Put on a good show. Yeah, but. This show that we do is the exact opposite of good marketing. (laughs) (laughs) How not to market. We're four shows in and three of them have been about how we struggle. (laughs) (laughs) For real. All right, I don't want to name names, but somebody you know has the craziest story. This is not our business, but we're going to tell somebody else's story here. Um, and you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's the dog thing. Yeah, yeah. You want to, you, I'll let you to handle that. Do you want to tell that? Uh, it's a little weird. What? <laughs> but can we say this? Yeah, it's funny. It'll be fine.